How often do you think about what your role is as the owner and the main talent in your business? And do you get to spend most of your time on those two roles inside your business? Or does your time go somewhere else? My name is Yenna and this is Building Balance. On this podcast, I dig into ideas, strategies and tools around how you can increase your time freedom as a business owner and make real progress without overworking. I want to help as many people as possible experience more balance between business and life so that they can reconnect with why they started a business in the first place. If you'd like to get weekly actionable thoughts on how you can build more balance, make sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Okay, I really enjoyed writing my notes for this episode, and I'm feeling really excited to record it. So I hope, I really hope that you'll find it as valuable as I feel like it is. After I got sick in September, um, we're towards the end of January right now. So after I got sick in September and was pretty sick for a while there, I took it somewhat easy for the rest of the year. I kind of let go of some of my regularly scheduled business practices like CEO dates and batch recording podcasts and things like that. I still did those things. I still did my CEO tasks. I still recorded episodes, but in more of a follow my energy type way. But now that I'm feeling much better, I'm recognizing that I'm really craving more structure again. So Since I was reviewing how I want to be showing up in my business for the next little while, I've been drafting out certain things I want to be fitting into my schedule regularly as the owner, as the brain behind this business. And overall, I've taken a good look at what I'm spending my time on in my business and what I want to readjust, what I want to do more or less of, and at what frequency. So I got this idea to share my thoughts around what your priorities are, what your role is as the owner and as the main talent in your business, and how those differ from all the other things that need to get done in your business. So as the owner or as the CEO, your main responsibility is to review, to evaluate, to adjust, and to plan. The owner you's job is to make sure that the worker you is set up for success. When you are in CEO mode or in owner mode, when you take the time to actually plan instead of trying to make decisions in the moment, you can be a bit more objective and you can see the bigger picture. This has a bunch of benefits, but probably the best ones are that it reduces overwhelm and brings clarity for when you need to get things done. And then you also feel a lot better about spending time away from the business and you think about all the things less when you know that you've taken everything into account as well as you can. So a part of the work of the owner is big picture planning and setting goals, as well as checking in on whether or not those same goals apply once some time has passed. So planning things out like time off and launches, what will you do in terms of marketing and sales activities to reach what you consider success? 
You'll also keep your eye on the future to try and foresee any potential issues or challenges that might pop up. And then when things don't go according to plan, you're set up to plan around that. It's easier to adjust plans that you already have instead of starting from scratch. Another part of the job of the owner is to keep an eye on finances. You might have a bookkeeper or maybe you have software that does the nitty gritty things for you, but you still want to stay on top of your numbers so that you're not surprised at the end of the year, right? And speaking of finances, as the owner, it's also your responsibility to evaluate your pricing from time to time to keep making sure that what you're charging aligns with what your business needs to bring in and what you want as your income. And really not just your pricing, but how are your offers working for you? Not just in terms of money they bring in, but whether or not you enjoy delivering on those sales. And that's really something that can be easy to miss, but it's an important thing to check in on on what's working and what's not working so that you can then change things up. So this might be anything from your pricing and offers to how it feels to do your work and whether it could be done in a more simple or streamlined or just a more fun, effortless way. As the owner, it's also your job to figure out what can be outsourced or delegated. And if you do have other people you lean on or if you have a team, it's important to regularly be checking in with them too. And overall, evaluating if the things that you're putting your money, your time, and your effort towards are worth it. It's also important to keep an eye out for what's new in the business world, while at the same time being very selective about what you actually try and experiment with. As the CEO, you also want to be thinking about what knowledge do you need? Do you have skills that you need to improve? And are there skills that the main talent needs to improve on so that you can plan for that? And it's really important to pay attention to how much time you're spending on high value tasks versus spinning your wheels, being busy, doing busy work. And then lastly, you also want to be reflecting on who you might want to work with, who you want to connect with or maybe collaborate with. And also pay attention to when you might want guidance from the outside and in which form it would be best to get it. Ideally, you spend maybe 10 to 20% of your time in owner or CEO mode, depending on your needs. Then we have the role of the main talent. So basically, the work you're in this world to do. I'm not going to spend a ton of time with this point since I think you have a very good grasp of what it is that you started your business for and what the main thing is that you want to do and sell. So doing the work that your talent requires, plus spending some time getting better at your craft or at your talent are the responsibilities of the main talent. And another part of being the main talent is to be the face and voice of the business which might mean that you're the one writing email newsletters and blog posts, recording videos, or maybe you're participating in other people's podcasts as a guest. 
That said, there are some gray areas here in the main talent section. For example, maybe you actually want to run an agency where you have people working under you and they are doing that main job, the service that people are buying, and you're mostly the facilitator and the face of the business. Or maybe if you have a business that creates products of some sort, like um, let's say self-care products, and at some point you start getting so many orders that it makes sense for you to hire someone to do the production, to actually create the products, then you'll have more space for other main talent activities, like experimenting with new products or do guest appearances through platforms where it makes sense to be talking about your products. You're hopefully spending most of your time as the main talent in your business, Though this varies highly depending on the type of business you have and what you're selling. Are you selling a service versus products? Are the products physical or digital? But if I had to put a number on this, maybe around 50% or more would be ideal to be spending as the main talent. And maybe you're not there yet, that's fine. But these are more, you know things to work towards rather than what has to be the truth right now. All right, we've made it to the third piece of the puzzle, which is support activities. So support activities are basically everything else that needs to get done to keep the business running. So the overall idea about these support activities is that they don't necessarily need to be done by you. Depending on what they're like, they might be outsourced to someone who's not officially working in your business. They might be delegated to someone who does work in your business. This could include admin staff or sending out contracts, communication with inquiries, customer support, shipping... This all depends on the type of business that you have. There are three categories that these kinds of tasks could fall into. The tasks in the first category could be done by pretty much anybody, but could make sense to delegate to software. It might be the cheapest option. For example, either a person could be emailing back and forth with a potential client to schedule a call, or you can get something like Acuity, where the person just gets a link and through it they can schedule a time that works without you having to be responding to emails and trying to sync your calendars. The second category of supportive activities could be done by almost anybody with a bit of guidance. For example, responding to inquiries, scheduling social media posts, uploading podcast episodes, or YouTube videos. The third category of support activities are tasks that require a bit of extra skill or extra training. Some examples of this could be writing content for you. So this person needs to be skilled at writing and they need to be able to write in your voice or in the business brand's voice, depending on um, what applies here. Some other examples might be creating social media assets or graphics for your business or editing podcast episodes. If you're the only person in your business right now and you're the one doing this stuff, that's fine. I'm at this stage in my business too, apart from having delegated a lot of tasks <laughs> to software. 
but I recommend that you keep a list of these kinds of tasks and activities that you have to do somewhat often in your business that feel like your time would be better spent doing something else. And then decide at which point you'll start to outsource or delegate them to maybe a virtual assistant just to start. Something I wanted to address here is that for some businesses, you could delegate or outsource all of your marketing. But I can't say that I want to outsource all of my marketing because podcasting is technically a marketing task in my business. Me planning out the content and chatting with you and sharing my thoughts and sharing information is part of the job of the main talent. It's not something I can or at least something I want to outsource or delegate. It doesn't make sense because it's a really big piece of my work and my skill set. But I could outsource or delegate the editing, uploading it to the podcast platform, creating the show notes for that podcast feed on my website, creating the graphics that go onto the podcast feed and my social media and so on. So um, not necessarily every part of one um, piece of your business belongs in the same category, right? Part of it can be the job of the main talent, while the other part maybe is the support activities. So these are things you might want to consider. Do you hire someone once you're hitting a certain revenue somewhat consistently, or once you're getting to a place where you could take on more revenue generating work, but can't because your plate is too full? My one piece of advice for me and you is that maybe do it a little bit before you think you need it. Because once you're already too busy, it gets hard. It gets really hard to make the time and energy to find someone. This is a situation that is going to be so much easier if you take time to be the owner, the CEO who looks forwards and who can hopefully make a bit of a prediction of what's going to happen based on the data you keep track of. So you might catch that time to hire somebody sooner. Something I didn't mention in the CEO part or the owner part, but that just came to me was that as the CEO of your business, a very very important responsibility is to make sure that there are healthy boundaries in place, that your employees are taking time off and stepping away from your work at a decent hour, that they're taking good care of themselves, and that you are giving them a reasonable amount of work to do. You are responsible for the work environment and the work culture. It's your job to make sure that people are happy in their position and that they want to stay with you. And if you're the only person in your business, you are still the owner, the main talent, and the support, so you are still an employee. So take care of yourself and make sure that you have what you need to be able to feel good as you work. Over the next three episodes, I'm going to be diving deeper into concrete, actionable ideas for what you can do as the owner or as the CEO of your business on a weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis without it getting overwhelming and at the same time reducing the everyday overwhelm and frazzledness that you may have been feeling in your business. So remember to subscribe to the podcast if you want all that goodness. 
Now, if after listening to this, you're realizing that you're spending way too much time on supportive activities and don't have enough time for your main talent or your owner work, I would love to invite you to check out my one-on-one intensive. I've designed this intensive to help you reduce your workload so that you can make more time for the work that generates revenue or for CEO work, or if you would just like to have more time to spend outside of your work. I'm actually working with someone right now who managed to cut the time she spends on two very time and energy consuming tasks in half. And I should add that she did all of that without outsourcing or delegating parts of these tasks, and she didn't need to invest in any new software either. She had really good boundaries in place already, so she didn't necessarily need to free up time to have more time off. But now she's able to spend more time on doing some admin tasks that weren't getting as much attention due to time constraints, and on more of the client design work, which is what she loves and which is what generates money for her. On top of it, she feels like she's had more mental space that supports her creativity. So if you're interested in learning more about how simple shifts in your business could free up time and mental space for you from those tasks that are feeling like way too much, You can find all the details about my intensives through the link in the show notes or at jennahelberg.com slash intensive. And you can get in touch there if you would like to chat more. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me. I hope you have a really beautiful week. Bye. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you share about it in your Instagram stories and tag me at the Jenna Helberg. I'm so, so curious to know who's listening. And it would, of course, also help my tiny podcast reach more cool people like you. Thanks again for tuning in. I hope to be in your ears again soon.